Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. Just like that, the National Hockey League season is over. It ended last night. Game six in Tampa. 2-1 win. Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions for the first time in 21 years. 20 seconds to go. Hedman measuring things as he brings it back to center. Got the red line, chips it across. Palat has it forced back outside the blue line as he was immediately engaged by Makar, who chases a loose puck all the way back into the Tampa Bay zone. Bumping in the corner there with Stamkos. Five seconds remain. Up the boards, the Lightning's Kalorn trying to stretch it to center. Perry brings it into the zone. It's knocked away, but the Avalanche have reached the mountaintop, and the Lightning's reign has run dry. Colorado is the 2022 Stanley Cup champions. And there's the call from John Allers and uh, Joe Micheletti as uh, they provided you the coverage of the games at the Cup Final. We carried five of the six games. One game we didn't carry because, of course, the Elks were playing. Uh, and the season's done. Entry by the Colorado Avalanche. Hey, it's Dave Campbell in for Reed Wilkins tonight and tomorrow. And I will be going on a plane on Wednesday, so that means Scott will be here on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, yep, I am through COVID protocol now, and I'm able to uh, love doing, which is, uh, oh, I love doing this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love doing this. I also love calling games. So I'll be doing that with Morley on Friday night from Hamilton, Tim Hortons Field. It's Canada Day, folks, and it's a 4 o'clock countdown to kickoff with Brendan Escott. Of course, Blake Dermott will as well. 5.30 kickoff, a battle of two 0-3 teams. So uh, tonight, you're going to hear the Elks this week with Morley Scott. Jake Neighbors will be by as well after uh, 7 o'clock from the Edmonton Oil Kings. Probably the last time we're going to refer to Jake Neighbors as an Edmonton. Of course, remember, he scored a goal with the St. Louis Blues in his, uh, I believe, his very first game of the very first NHL game. That's uh, that's very impressive. So there's going to be a lot of change with the Oil Kings. It's such a weird dynamic. We'll talk about this more more offer, uh, later on with Jake. You win your you win your league title. You know, because there's only one representative, of course, going to. Uh, Going to, uh, sorry about that, uh, technical issues with uh, 
with my connection here. So we'll try and take a break here early. Uh, the uh, title, and there's only one representative for the Western Hockey League this year because, I mean, the uh, the Quebec League has two because the Dogs, the Schwinnigan Cataracts are the other team, and you got the Hamilton Bulldogs, which is a uh, run ballers defenseman Steve Stales. So you have a great high. You got to flip your flip your mindset, and you got to go all the way to the Memorial Cup. And there's no guarantees. Obviously, you lose. You come all the way home, and you have this stink kind of mixed emotion type feeling. Uh, it's just not good. It's just not good. It's just what you want to have. But uh, they had a great season the Edmonton Oil Kings. So we'll talk about that more uh, throughout the hour here on Inside Sports. What we'll do right now, we'll take an early break, and then we'll uh, talk more about uh, the Avalanche win, uh, talk about the uh, the Oilers. I'm just, I'm just, what you think, now that you've seen the Avalanche, what do you think the Oilers are really missing here? And we have to stick as well, because they can't get everything the when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Avalanche have. I'm just curious. That and much more. It's Campbell and for Wilkinstein on 630. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent setting injury lawyers. All right, we'll just press on here. 6.30 inside Sports Dave Campbell in for Reed Wilkins tonight and tomorrow. Still to come, the Elks this week with Morley Scott from 7.30 until 8. Jake Neighbors, as I mentioned, will be by just after 7 o'clock. But uh, the Colorado Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup in pretty dramatic fashion and pretty dominant fashion. 16-4 and four was the record. They only had four losses through the whole Stanley Cup playoffs. They swept the Nashville Predators. They beat the St. Louis Blues in six games. And if you remember correctly, and I hope I remember this correctly, the uh, Blues were down three games to one before forcing a game six. I believe they won in Denver and then lost in game six uh, in uh, in uh, St. Louis. And then, the, of course, the Oilers uh, were uh, the opponent in the Western Conference Final. The Oilers were swept by the Avalanche. And then six games it is what it took against a Tampa Bay Lightning team that uh, – they sure battled a lot of injuries, a lot of ailments, and uh, they didn't have Braden Point. I thought that affected their depth big time. But after Game 5, you kind of thought, okay, the Lightning have a shot here. They're going back home. They've been there before, been there, done that, two-time Stanley Cup champions. And they played their best game of the series in Denver, where they really shut the Avs' attack down. They cycled really, really well. They kind of played that, uh, if you compare it to football, more of a time-of-possession style of game where they just kept the puck in the in the other other team's end. Andre Pallad, who's been a, a great playoff performer for the Lightning for you know the last, what, eight years or so, 
He gets the winner. They go back to Tampa, and Steven Stamkos scores right away, right away. And the place goes nuts in Tampa at Amelie Arena, and you're going, okay, this really is looking like a game seven. And all the Avs do is allow only one, as Mike Kelly, who we've had before from NHL Network, he does great work with Sports Logic. You can follow his account on Twitter. On Twitter, but that was the only inner slot shot, or let's just call it a high danger chance, as Natural Statric would call it. That's the only one that the Tampa Bay, or that the uh, Colorado Avalanche allows in the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's it. The rest of the game, it was everything to the outside, which was very impressive. I mean, for goodness sakes, the, the Lightning only had four shots on goal in the third period, and yes, there was some controversy. There was some controversy quite a bit through these playoffs. We'll talk about that later. But the Arturia Lekkonen goal, and he's been a great playoff performer the last two seasons with the Montreal Canadiens and with the Colorado Avalanche scoring clutch goal after clutch goal. He gets the winner. But you got to give the Avalanche full credit. Uh, just a, an incredible team that uh, is is deep. When they got Nazem Kadri back, that really, really helped their depth. And, you know, let's face it, too. I mean, they were up two games to the two games to none, or I think two games to one when Kadri came back. So it's not like they were they were struggling without him, but their depth was really, really good. But you got to look at Kale McCarr. I mean, my goodness, this guy's 23. He's the first player in NHL history to win a Hobie Baker trophy. That's the top player in NCAA. To win the Calder which is a rookie, to win the Norris Trophy, which is the best defenseman in the National Hockey League, to win the Conn Smythe, we know what that's for, uh, as playoff MVP, and to win a Stanley Cup. That's incredible. In fact, he's only the third defenseman in NHL history to win a Norris Trophy and a Conn Smythe Trophy. you got to go back to 2002 when Nick Littstrom did it, and before that, the only other person to do it, and a player that McCart has been compared to, Bobby Orr. That's it. Just three just three defensemen in the National Hockey League history has won the Conn Smythe and the Norris Trophy. And McCarr's only 23, for goodness sakes. But uh, he was on the ice when the seconds were ticking down, and uh, he talked about the moment of, uh, you know, when the clock finally hit 0-0-0, what that felt like. Yeah, I mean, um, I was trying not to look at the clock too much. It was just just trying to stay in the moment. And then when uh, when we denied them at the line a couple times, I saw that puck go down, and I was like, I don't want this thing to come out of the corner. So I tried to do everything I could to keep it there. And, um, yeah, just pure joy being able to throw the gloves off and experience that again. And, I mean, it's like I said, it's so amazing to be able to experience it with such a great group of guys. So it was awesome. Uh, Jared Bednar. Uh, says, even you think you're you're stopped being surprised by Kel McCarr, uh, he proves you wrong. He keeps surprising you. Oh man, I mean, I would have said a few months ago this guy's never going to surprise me anymore. <laughs> uh, but he, he continued to do that through the playoffs for me. Just such a competitor and, and a phenomenal teammate, driven guy, and, and even a better person. Just a humble, hardworking guy that, that takes nothing for granted. I mean, he's um, unbelievable player. The talent and, and his ability, like like nothing I've ever seen, or maybe never will see again from a defenseman. But I think that even better person and that kind of you kind of put that package together and you and you, you get Kale McCarr who just keeps surprising people and how about Jared Bednar himself I mean he's no slouch he's won an East Coast League title he's won an American Hockey League title and he's won 
now a Stanley Cup. And Nathan McKinnon is his captain. And Oiler fans, we know how disappointed you are. We know that it was two straight years of playoff disappointment with a four-game loss in the qualifying round in the bubble to the Chicago Blackhawks, a sweep of the, uh, the Winnipeg Jets in the first round last year. And this year was much, much better. Seven-game win against the LA Kings, five-game win against the Calgary Flames, and then bowing out in a sweep at the hands of the Colorado Avalanche. Look at the Avalanche and where they have come. I mean, they suffered first-round exits, I believe, three straight years of second-round exits. And they have had a excellent hockey team, Stanley Cup contending team, probably, what, two of the last three years uh, prior to this one. So they had to go through their playoff disappointments. And Nathan McKinnon has been through a lot. You know, Gabriel Landeskog, who uh, is a little polarizing, I think, after <laughs> watching him in the uh, in the Western Conference Final against the Oilers. Uh, you know, he's a he's a sneaky little player. I'm rolling around the ice and I'm hurt to all, but I'm out skating like the wind in the, the very next shift. I digress. He's pretty good. You know, Miko Rantanen, very good. The defense that they have, you know, McCarr, Devon Taves, uh, they they were able to overcome Samuel Gerrard's loss. They also won without solid goaltending. They got average to below average goaltending, which I find very interesting, but I digress. Nathan McKinnon is one of the best players in the league, and Jared Bednar was happy that finally McKinnon got to hoist the cup. I'm so happy for this guy. I mean, he is the tough a competitor and as driven as guys I've ever seen, and I know how bad that he wanted to win. And this playoffs was, like, for me, it was a little bit of a coming out party because what I think that he learned, and I'll have to talk to him more about it, but is just that he didn't have to just rack up points to be successful he dug in in other ways within the structure of our game his checking game committed all over the ice um the depth of our team helped but i think there was a confidence that nate had in the rest of our group that he he would do whatever it takes to to win um and if if he wasn't scoring didn't bother him he just kept staying with it and driving play and and helping his teammates and line mates succeed phenomenal leadership so i'm i'm really proud of the way he handled himself not just in playoffs but especially in the playoffs um and and i'm i i love the fact that I see him get rewarded for, for that hard work and dedication over the last six years because he wants it really bad. Yeah, it's interesting that Bednar brought up the fact that Nathan McKinnon's playoff numbers weren't, you know, weren't exactly, you know, they weren't Connor McDavid's or Leon Dreisaitl's, who, by the way, uh, they finished 1-2 in scoring and they didn't play the last six games. Uh, the last year to hit the league in scoring in the Stanley Cup playoffs and not reach uh, just trying to, you know, I'm doing this via phone right now because we're having a little tech issue. So, <laughs> one free hand, I'm trying to type at the same time. It's not going well, Kellen, so I'm just going to stop. I'll get you, uh, I'll get you Nathan Kidd's numbers a bit later. Okay. Uh, but but he, did, he did everything that he was asked of him. You know, I think when you look at Connor McDavid, definitely on dry cycle is, is, is there. But Connor McDavid took a step in that direction as well as being a 200 foot player, playing physical when need be, uh, being a better player in his own zone. And of course, we know what he can do when he goes up, up ice and goes into the attacking zone. He's, he's, he is tremendous. 
Um, I want to play a comment from John Cooper, who, you know, Lightning head coach, we heard him before, and after game four, he looked so dejected after that too-many-men penalty uh, wasn't called in the uh, overtime win by the Avs. They put them up three games to one. But John Cooper brought up all of his hockey staff, his coaching staff, and all of the uh, all the uh, assistant coaches that have that work under him, and just spoke very eloquently about uh, about his team. What was your message to the group at a moment like this after the run you guys have had? Um, it's, it's tough because it's so raw. Uh, we haven't been through this feeling in three years, um, but. You, if you take a step back, I don't have a speech prepared. I didn't think we were going to lose the game. So um, it's hard to come in five minutes after. And, and so you just speak from the heart. Um, but you remember the teams you win with. Regardless of the league you're coaching in, you'll always remember those teams. And you don't remember as much the ones you don't win with. But I will always remember this team for what they endured, what they went through to get to this point. It's you have to marvel at them. It's a little shock and awe of what this group accomplished to get here. And it was different than the other ones. It was just different. Uh, the back against the wall, the teams we faced, like you go through the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Florida Panthers, and like, it's not even driving. Who do we play after? The Rangers. <laughs> That's how worn out I am. Like, you play, we had never had home ice. Like, we played all these star studded teams, and they found a way, and we just ran into one more brick wall. We just couldn't get through this one. But the three teams that we played were. I mean, they could be sitting up here out in the ice right now, raising the standing cup. That's how good they were. And uh, so anyway, that's I told the guys just marveled at what they did. So I thought that was pretty cool from John Cooper, who is a, a, an excellent coach to listen to. And we're lucky here in Edmonton with Jay Woodcroft. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning fans are lucky with uh, with John Cooper, who uh, see their Stanley Cup run and after uh, two straight wins, they lose in six games to the Colorado Avalanche. Amazing. Dave Cavalier for Reed Wilkins back with more of Inside Sports in a moment. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.